Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another edition of Boost Your Boutique Podcast. I'm Emily Benson, and I am a boutique consultant and your best friend on this journey through having a boutique. Wow, we are at episode eight, and I couldn't be more happy with how many of you are just loving this. I have transitioned into doing a few more interviews, mostly because I have some really amazing friends who have so much great insight. And I think that as a boutique owner, we get so focused on the numbers and the analytics and kind of all the logical stuff. So I'm really excited today to introduce you to my good friend, Cameo Gore. She's an intuitive success coach who works with female entrepreneurs to use their intuition to help guide their business. So if you feel like you're someone who your mom grew up telling you to trust your gut, like my mom did, you know, this episode is going to be right up your alley because there's so many amazing nuggets in this around using your strengths to grow, pivoting when you need to, and really trusting yourself and the fact that you know what to do next in your business. And at the same time, Cameo really dives into how you want to feel in your business. What is that core desired feeling that you need to have? And I love, you guys, in this episode, she talks about creating a 20-hour work week. Like, who would not be down for that? So buckle up, get ready. We are going to jump right into the interview. Thanks so much for joining me again. If you haven't yet, rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. I'm going to thank you in advance because I know you're the kind of listener who takes action and uh, helps a girl out who's helping you out. So here we go. Let's talk to Cameo. Cameo, welcome to the Booster Boutique podcast. I'm crazy excited for you to be here and share your knowledge, but I'd first love for you to just uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and um, what you do now. Emily, thank you for having me. It's just amazing. I think what you do is incredible, so it's an honor to be here. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm Cameo Gore, and I am a intuitive success coach for female entrepreneurs, uh, multiple six and seven figures, and really climbing the ladder to do what it is that they are being called to do by using all of their gifts and talents and packaging them in a way to serve in a bigger scale. So I'm excited to be here and talk to you today. (laughs) I love it. I love it because, you know, a lot of women forget 
that they're, they've started a boutique for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I find that a lot of women feel they have that calling from a very, I know I had it from the age of about 15 or 16. I had that calling that I really wanted to start a boutique. And so I'd love to hear about you. I mean, I know you have like a history as being a nurse and then you kind of worked your way up in the corporate world. It's very similar to me. Yeah. Um, but I guess like where, like at what point were you like, I can't do this corporate thing anymore. And you had to kind of go out on your own. Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, well, okay. So my background, as you have just said, I, I was a registered nurse and my background was in operating room nursing. So for 20 years, I kept, uh, kind of like growing in that industry and field, um, having multiple certifications and just keeping this, you know, momentum going, climbing up this ladder. And, um, to be honest, like that was a really incredible part of my life. And there was a lot of validation in that phase of my life of having like, uh, you know, people and a team that were benefiting from my leadership skills. And I really had that opportunity to, to fine tune all of that. And I think that when I moved into the position of having such a big um, job, which at that point in time for me was being the director of surgery of a nationally ranked pediatric hospital. And I had about 200, 250 people, four medical directors, wow. it, was, it was trauma call, all kinds of stuff. I was just, you know, I was just feeling led in a different way. And what I kept seeing all around me with this huge groups of people is that these individuals that needed different things and maybe they would have made different choices if they had had um, information or skills or tools that were going to support them in a different way. They would have made different choices and they would have done something that's more in alignment with who they were really meant to be. And so then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to figure out that for myself. And that's when I really started just moving into coaching and working with um, entrepreneurs on, on different things that they wanted to launch out into the world in a bigger way. I love that. Yeah, and I mean, I love the word pivot because it's yeah. like, you know, whenever we get into the space of thinking that it has to be a certain way or that we think we have it all figured out, it's amazing like for the entrepreneurial spirit to be able just to say it's okay to pivot, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that was huge. That was so hard for me um, with this most recent move with closing my boutique. It was like, I felt like it was a death in the family. I was like, oh my God, this is such a huge shift for me. And I mean, I'd love to hear a little bit more about like, how did you feel comfortable leaving that job? You know, I know like obviously you felt called. But don't like- <laughs> I mean, honestly, leaving that was one of the scariest things I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, it, th- there was so much history to that. And I had so much visibility as a leader in that industry that starting from scratch was actually, you know, I had to give myself permission to, to be a beginner again. Ooh, that's great. Yeah. And, and to be okay with not knowing, be okay with uh, starting over and being at the bottom. And I really didn't realize that though. Right. Yeah. And probably recently. Good. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to start over. No problem. But there was a whole psychological process to that of starting over, right? Totally. Of of giving myself permission just to not know and to start over and to seek mentoring, you know? Yeah. Um, And and to find out how to do things from other people who have what I I wanted. I'm sure you can relate to that. (laughs) 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, I feel like I, for 12 years, I worked in corporate retail, had my own stores. And then it was like, wait, okay, I can sell any product. I can sell dirt. I, don't, I can sell it. I can make money on it. But how do I do this thing where I just help people and make money? Like, that was so strange to me. And it took a lot of shifts in my thinking. And, and also, I think, in just trusting in that it was the right thing for me. I think so many yeah. women have that calling. And it really, to me, it is intuition, right? It is like using your intuition. And I, I, I love how you encourage women, especially me, to <laughs> use intuition more and trust it. I think that's the, the shift is, I feel like so many women I work with, they know, they know things, yep. right? but they don't trust it always. They think, well, it doesn't feel safe. And it's not or... a skill that we develop in corporate. No. You know, like in life too, (laughs) we're told to like be logical and do what we're told. And yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, honing in on that, that place and space within us is so freaking powerful because, you know, it's where the magic is. And and that's where we, we want more magic in our lives. We want more miracles. We want things to be easy and graceful and, and and also um, in alignment with our highest truth. And I think that like, that's really what led me outside of corporate because there was so much of not that around me. There was so much of the grind. There was so much of people that were fighting and, and, and bad energy. You know what I mean? Like not that there's bad or good, but I'm just saying, Um, you know, and so, so like owning your intuition when you're stepping out of corporate, even if you've always thought you were had intuition or an intuitive side, um, that was his own a process too, right? Because you're like, okay, now all that's gone. I can really tap into more of me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the magical part for me. I love that. So, <laughs> I, love, I, I obviously love that mostly because I'm such a logical thinker. I grew up in the Northeast, which is very puritanical. We must work hard to make money and making money is hard. And there's this whole like... You know, this whole side of being an entrepreneur that people talk about the hustle and you have this amazing hashtag heart over hustle. And I'm just like, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Like, how do we teach more women entrepreneurs to use their heart rather than feel like the action and the hustle and the, Oh, I have such a busy, this is my, like, I'm so busy. Like, oh, right. yeah. ugh, like right. please don't say that. Like, this is the first thing in any group program. I'm like, we cut that out. Like, yeah. it's like week one, we, we stop saying we're busy. Yeah. Like, how do you, what are your best tips and tricks for kind of getting over that? Like us, United States, like we've got a hustle. Yeah. Thing. Um, well, see, here's the funny thing is, is that I know that you know this, like you teach this to your clients and, you know, is that you can create incredible results without having to have that busy. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think the first thing is, is that what core desired emotions do you want to bring into, or what core desired feeling do you want to have as a result of running your business and your life? Mm. And for me, the biggest one that has come in for me personally, and, and I love to support my clients with this is spaciousness. Yeah. Can you feel that? I mean, like when you feel a spaciousness, you're like, wow. And when you're in the state of spaciousness, you know, you actually have room for money to come in. You have room for whatever else needs to come in because you're not busy. 
So can you create massive impact, massive money, you know, incredible business and all that from a state of spaciousness? The answer is yes. So then you've got to structure that down into what that means, right? For each individual business, because it's, it's all different. Right. But I love to use a 20-hour work week as a frame for that. Wow. So that you're, you're really working within that and figuring out, okay, you know, and, and I'm, you've probably got a lot of clients that are brick and mortar clients and I have a few as well. But the thing is, is that you can get that if you have a team, right? And so then you get into team building and how it is possible to make it possible. Um, I always say where there's a will, there's a way. But I mean, that's the first thing is like core desired feelings. And the second is like, how can I do this where I, I feel spacious? And for me in my life, that's like working 20 hours a week. I love and, that. And figuring out how I can um, leverage my team or whatever is around me so that I, I can be the goddess in my own business that I want to be, right? Yes, the goddess. <laughs> the goddess in my own mind that I want to I love that. Um, yeah, so I think that, that those are, are super important for me. And obviously, heart over hustle for me has a lot to do with flexibility mm-hmm. and setting up. And, and even if, if you are a brick and mortar entrepreneur, there are ways to have a lot more flexibility to be built in. You just can't see it, right? Well, you until can't so- see where you go until you're, you're there. Yeah, you have to trust the process. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so that those are, I think are really important. And then the heart of our hustle is just for me, like the, I would say the other piece is alignment. Don't be doing things that feel bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's a simple way to explain alignment. Alignment for me is like a really kind of a very, I could, I could talk about alignment for probably days, but you know, it's really where we feel good about what we're doing. And if it doesn't feel good, then you trust yourself and pivot. You, you move and you pivot in a different direction to try to push on that door and see if that feels better. And I think that, you know, you kind of touched on that yourself earlier in, in, in the, the podcast about giving yourself permission to, to do that. Yeah. And I mean, we both have done that transitioning from corporate. So I mean, wouldn't you say that one of the biggest things for all people out there is like, it's okay to like change your mind. It's a hundred percent okay for your dreams to change. That has been my mantra for the past year and a half in this whole transition around. I thought I wanted a boutique when I was 17 in my hometown. I knew exactly where it was. I manifested it to be open and, and ready to lease at the exact time I was ready for it. And then I got in there and I didn't really like it. I didn't feel like I could grow there. And um, that was a hard lesson to learn emotionally, I think. And also kind of in the way that, you know, your 17 year old self like has a lot of dreams that maybe like your 30 year old self doesn't have and kind of has to be open to saying like, okay, the things I maybe wanted as a kid aren't always the things I want as, a, as an adult because I've grown and I've matured. And so I think for me, letting go of that like kid dream, you yeah. know, obviously it was great to say I had a store in exactly the place that I always wanted yeah. it. That's yeah. so magical in itself. Right. But I think I had to kind of let go of that concept and say, I knew it was there for a lesson and I now know what those lessons are but I had to allow myself to say, this isn't a failure. This isn't me 
like making a mistake. It's not, it's not negative, right? Because so much of the time when you want to change your mind, you want to pivot, you want to shift, it becomes something really negative, especially yeah. with other people who can't see what you, well, there's, what you there's see. Well, there's judgment, right? There's mm-hmm. judgment from other, I mean, like judgment is such a process in all of this as an entrepreneur and growth in general. It's like, what are people going to think? And I mean, you know, I know you've probably seen a ton of that, right? And so yeah. it's really interesting because we hold ourselves back out of the fear of what other people think, out of their judgments. And we begin to judge ourselves about, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not the right thing. And here's where intuition comes in, Mm. you know? And it's like, what is my truth? What is right for me? Because the truth is when you're really connected with that, there is no, no wrong. Like there's no wrong in that. And it always work out. It will always work out if you are in alignment with your own truth. Well, your own truth is your intuition. And that's how you know what your steps are forward. So, um, you know, I think all of that is just a gorgeous representation of like allowing people to rise to the level of what they're being called, where they're being called to go. Their dream is, you know? Yeah. Magic. (laughs) Magic. It is magic. It is magic. And I always talk about how if you feel called to do something, there's a reason. Yes. And you can't deny that reason. You don't have to worry about how you get there. It's just keeping your eye on like, that is what I want. That is what I'm meant to be doing. And if that means a store in every state, if that means I run an e-commerce business that I am sitting by the pool running it from Mexico, then that's what that is. And being okay with that because other people don't always understand what you want. And that's okay because they're trying to keep you safe and keep you in line with the way they want to see you. But what's most important is how you see yourself. And oh, that's the core sure. of it. <laughs> and it's all, it's, it's, absolutely. But it's also having people, a mentor, a coach or colleagues that will support you in your dream. Yeah. And that's why like people that are wanting those things that you're talking about, like they need a mentor like you to, to, to do them and uh, vice versa or whatever. But, and then the other thing is, is that um, like when I went into transitioning completely out of corporate to do my work, which, um, you know, continues to grow and to transform into bigger things. I was very lucky that I um, quickly assembled support around me of people who really understood what my dream was. Yeah. And, um, that that's really crucial because people will quit if they don't have that support. People will quit really fast. And I think like, I think it is the idea, the top line idea is you can't do this yourself. So whether it's a mentor, a coach, a colleague, and then as you grow, because I have a lot of people that I work with who are in your two, three, four, five, those are the people that so desperately need assistants, um, social media managers, they need those people running so they can go and, you know, have a life. Like a lot of women that I work with have kids. Like, don't you want to see your kids? Don't you want to take that vacation? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can't do it yourself. And you know, I've, I'm totally the girl who's like, I can do everything myself. And I've recently been like, Nope, I can't. I'm 
not superwoman and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And it's like reframing yourself to be, to see yourself in a different light in your business, allowing yourself to reframe that so that you can see yourself being supported in a new way with actually, cause a lot of people worry about the how, right? Yep. yep. And you don't, you just change the image and you visualize what that change would shift would be. Yep. And it's really magical because if you stay aligned with that and you know that that's true and you can feel it, then the, the support shows up and the, the things show up and you actually don't have to worry about it as much as you think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's the thing I wish I knew three years ago was that you don't need to worry about all those little things. If you stay aligned with your vision and you can see yourself, you know, transitioning into to that space that you're talking about, like that's the gorgeous part about how the universe works is that it lines up the exact tools and things that you need to help you and support you. Yeah. And you have to believe that that's going to happen and you have to be patient and yeah. in your belief. That's where I get stuck. Cause I'm like, I want it now. And I think a lot of women are like that. And so a big lesson for me has been to say, okay, this is what I want and yes. it will somehow happen. I don't, I'm not going to worry about it. And I'm going to wait for a time and I'll just wait and hold that vision true. Yeah. And again, that's where I feel like a lot of people stumble and I've stumbled myself. Well, what it is, is that when we ask for something, right. And we're, we, we know that we want this thing, but then there's no, um, physical manifestation right away to support that it's working. Mm. What happens is, is we go into like our subconscious can't doesn't really believe that it's possible. So we're bridging this gap between back and forth of saying like, is this really going to happen? And it, it becomes, that's where people get into a little bit, a bit of struggle. So, I mean, like when, when you get into this sort of thing, like I love to have supportive vision boards, to have supportive colleagues. Um, I have this thing called the manifesting game, which is so incredible. And you actually talk as if you're already there because the fastest way to quantum leap into what you want is to actually be that energy. Yep. And it's pretty amazing how well that works because I've done that with my husband about um, beginning a second home and a vacation home. And we are breaking ground on that this summer. I so it. I don't, I mean, you know, I'm just, I just talk about the stuff that works for me in my life. Right. And yep. how I create and bridge that gap, because I like to say that like there's physics involved with this. There's, there's actual science involved with the particulate form of what is not in front of us to creating it and materializing it in front of us. So, okay, we're jumping off the corporate ladder and we're building this boutique or we're building this business and it's not here yet. Can you hold the vision long enough to allow those particular, you know, the, the matter, right? To come mm -hmm. into form in front of you. Are you, do you have that faith? And, and we were talking about faith earlier. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah. That is the energy, is the faith that bridges the gap. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think that's important to touch on. It's like, you can't go on the entrepreneurial journey without having some spirituality in your back pocket about helping you get there. Yeah, it's not all logical. It's not all linear. <laughs> Lord knows we've learned that. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Gosh, so much wisdom. I feel like people are going to walk away with this episode with so many amazing nuggets and wow, so much inspiration too. Like this, I'm, I feel good from this. Okay, talking to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, okay. So I want to wrap up with my two signature interview questions. So 
One is, I know you live outside San Francisco where there's a ton of amazing boutiques. Um, what is your favorite item you've purchased from a small boutique? Okay, so, um, well, I love this boutique, um, Flaunt. Okay. Um, this, this boutique is in Danville, and it's owned by Ashley Stringfellow. And um, one of my favorite things I've gotten from that boutique has been, actually, I have, a, I have some of them on. Um, these are, these are, these most amazing bracelets are made by the, this, this incredible woman that makes jewelry, but she does all and they're stacked. So I have probably 40 of these. Yeah. They're beautiful. Are they crystals or semi-precious? Yeah, like all different types of crystals and stones, but like, and they've mm. got little charms on them. I love the feathers. Yeah. Those are beautiful. Yeah. If you're watching yeah. on YouTube, you can see this. So if you're listening, jump to YouTube and see these are beautiful. Yeah, they're gorgeous. And I have, I have probably like 40 of them in all different colors. I've got, and so they're so fun. Like yeah. it's like, candy like I get to wear candy on my arm and I get to pick them out according to like how I'm feeling and so I mean that's really fun um and, and um the lady that does these also they I think they feel so good because she does a lot of kind of fun like Reiki energy and like things on them and she told me that um or she told I, I learned or maybe that she basically once she started doing the energy work on the actual products that they um her sales like quadrupled <gasps> so it, was, it was really interesting um wow. works because people could feel the vibration of the actual stones and, and and the jewelry and it was interesting because when i hosted my last retreat in sedona uh, we were at a very beautiful resort and it was a high-end spa and i walked in the spa and her jewelry was in there so her stuff's all over the place Amazing. So everyone listening needs to go learn Reiki and start blessing other products. <laughs> or buy a bracelet. So you can right. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So they're beautiful. So what, final question, what is the one thing you'd want listeners to kind of take away from this conversation just as a nutshell? Like, Yes. So, well, number one, I, I just had another thought about like, boutique owners, e-commerce, the, 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 the type of business, um, that you particularly, um, are nuts and bolts and really running and, and serving these, these people is that like offer products that like feel amazing, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're in the product selection process, like offer products that feel incredible to you because they will sell, you'll sell more of them. And I think this is an amazing example, right? Yeah. Of how much like this is in that boutique particular, she sells more of that jewelry than by, by volume, I guess, per piece than any other thing in the entire store. And it like, for me, it's because it feels amazing. It's fun. It's like candy. You get to mix and match it, it's, you know? So that's one thing is like, do your product sales or, or your product selection based on how it feels. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, is like, always believe in the vision, always believe in the vision of what is truly possible instead of what's right in front of you. I love that. But in a really loving way for yourself, right? Like, you know, because sometimes things can be so out of reach and you can get down on yourself, but just love yourself through this gap because there's always a bigger, bigger vision of the universe trying to support you and in, in, in exactly what you want. And it's going to turn out better than what you imagined. Yes. Yes. So good. So good. So 
Where can people find you? I didn't, I forgot to ask that. Where can people find you on the interwebs of the internet? Yeah. Okay. So my website is www.cameogore.com. C-A-M-E-O-G-O-R-E. Yeah. And we'll put this in the show notes too, cameogore.com. And you have a retreat coming up. Is it sold out in Palm Beach? So I have a women's leadership um, summit coming up. We've got a few spaces left. Um, it's at the end of April. Okay. And it is in Palm Beach, Florida. And the details are at uh, www.cameoandsuzanne.com. It's also on my website. And then I do a fall retreat in Sedona, Arizona. That's more of a, a, a really fun connection and up-leveling retreat um, as well. So I, I run those two events and they're pretty amazing. I love it. I love it. I totally am going to be in Sedona. I like it. I'm marketing. <laughs> okay amazing amazing so i'll put all this in the show notes and then if anyone can still get in on the retreats and just yeah you and your amazing facebook lives in your group thank amazing you. amazing well amazing, emily thank you so much thank you so much yeah. this is so much fun um thanks everyone for listening i hope you've had a beautiful time listening to cameos wise wisdom and and beautiful words so thanks for joining us did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.